on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. And we'll begin with the Irish Independent homeowners to pay €600 a month extra on mortgage after bank blunder. This is described by the Indo as a banking blunder, which has led to mortgage customers being undercharged for years, leaving them facing huge increases in their monthly costs. The mortgages were originally Ulster Bank trackers, now sold to AIB. One man has said his repayments were going to go up by more than €600 a month because of the miscalculation. Not the last we'll hear of that story, you'd imagine. Staying with the banks, there's going to be no windfall tax on banks' profits. The government has ruled out suggestions of a windfall tax on Irish banks despite surging profits and a failure to pass on low interest rates to savers. Ireland's banking sector has seen nine consecutive interest rate hikes by the ECB, uh, which is obviously meaning a significant increase in earnings for the likes of your AIB, uh, Bank of Ireland, permanent TSB. Other countries like Spain, Hungary and the Czech Republic have implemented new taxes on bank profits. Italy was forced to backtrack on plans for a similar tax this week after shares in the country's banks plummeted. And the news is that we ain't going to do this here in Ireland so the banks won't face a windfall tax, which I'm sure will be incredibly popular with the Irish public. The Irish Times pressure mounts on coalition as notices to quit rise 20%, pressure mounting on the government following new data which shows an increase in the number of termination notices for tenants in the private housing sector. Uh, because most landlords are selling their properties. That's why they're issuing these notices to quit. So obviously now, what can the government do about this if we're having notices to quit rising by 20% and staying with housing on the front of the Irish Times? More budget talk. We're told that a targeted form of mortgage relief for homeowners facing financial distress is under consideration as part of the budget. The government is considering reintroducing payments linked to need along the lines of support that they gave back in, I don't know if you remember this, all the way back in 2014, nearly 10 years ago, but they're looking at doing it again. It's being examined by the Department of Finance. The Irish Daily Mail says that staff in Ortiz Sport Department were given less than 24 hours to detail their external activities over the last three years, just days after Marty Morrissey returned a Renault car he'd been given on loan for over five years. Ortiz Sport employees were instructed by their boss to declare any corporate gigs they had done and how much they were paid. Uh, apparently staff got an email five o'clock on Monday the 3rd of July and they had a day to give back the information there. The Irish Sun on the front page goes with the PSNI. Uh, dissidents, we have PSNI hit list. Dissidents determined to kill officers are boasting they have the names from a data list leaked in error. Northern Ireland's top cop has said Simon Byrne, the chief constable of the PSNI, apologising, saying he was deeply sorry for the data breach. Uh, And as I'm sure you're aware by now, that list includes those working alongside dissident battling MI5 spooks, is how it's described uh, in the sun. The Irish Daily Mirror and the Irish Daily Star go with the horrific wildfires in Hawaii uh, and both have an interview with an Irishman caught up in it. News Talk Breakfast will hear from another Irishman caught up in the wildfires in Hawaii. But in the mirror and the star, they have an interview with Peter O'Reardon. And if that name sounds familiar, Peter O'Reardon used to work for TV3 back in the day. He was a presenter on Expose and he is told of a shock after his family home was destroyed 
uh, because of the wildfires. He's among a horde of Irish people caught up in the inferno and he says his house is gone, his car is gone, kid's house gone, grandma's house gone, everyone out safe. Just horrific there. And I know wildfires are devastating no matter where they happen, but Maui just looked like such a beautiful place uh, and to think of the apocalyptic scenes there, it's awful. But anyway, more on News Talk Breakfast about that this morning. Now, if you're on the roads and you're thinking that the prices of your petrol and diesel have gone up, you're certainly not imagining it, because the Irish Independent tells us there's been a jump of 20 cent in the cost of diesel at the pumps since May. Petrol prices are up too, haven't gone up as much as diesel. The AA says petrol and diesel prices are on the rise. Last month they held steady. Petrol prices rose by 3% between last month and early this month. Average cost per litre about 165, 170. Diesel has increased by a greater amount. It's risen by 6% or 9 cents per litre from the previous month's average there. So we're seeing a jump in the raw materials increase steadily. Uh, and now there, you know, this is Brent crude prices going up. And because of that, petrol and diesel on the rise and that cost is being passed on to us, the consumers, unless you're smug, like some of us, like myself, who's driving electric now, and then we don't worry about petrol and diesel prices. Now, the Irish Independent looks at what uh, prisoners are buying. I didn't know this, but prisoners get interest-free loans when they're in prison. Uh, And we are told that convicted criminals, according to the Irish Independent, have received nearly €580,000 in interest-free loans from the Irish Prison Service in the past four years. Uh, They've all paid the money back, uh, apparently, uh, bar 1%. So they actually have recouped a lot of the money that they give out in interest-free loans. What are the prisoners buying? A lot of it is to do with stuff like the Tuck Shop, where they can buy a bit of food, sweets, things like that. Also, they're buying clothes. They're getting loans for Christmas, getting loans for communions. But one inmate uh, in prison borrowed €300 from the Irish Prison Service to buy a dog. And another individual in Limerick Prison got a loan of €300 to buy an Xbox. Every prisoner gets an allowance of €6.30 a week from the prison service. They can earn more by performing work in areas like cleaning and laundry. And then there's a direct debit set up if they want to get a loan. So you can read more about that in the Indo. Final story comes from The Sun. I don't watch Strictly. Don't think I've ever seen an episode of it, but I know it's hugely popular. And we have the full lineup now, according to The Sun, for Strictly Come Dancing this year. And it has announced its oldest ever lineup for this year's season. So TV legend Angela Rippon, who's 78, leads the 15 celebrities who will dance in Strictly Come Dancing this year. The combined age of the contestants, including Les Dennis, is 636. So they've gone older. I'll run you through the contestants. Uh, Strictly Come Dancing, known for having celebrities, obviously. A lot of these I haven't heard of. I don't know, am I getting older? I don't know who some of these people are. So we have Ellie Leach, who used to be in Carnation Street, don't know her. Nigel Harmon used to be in EastEnders. Angela Rippon, Adam Thomas used to be in Emmerdale. Jodie Cundy uh, is a Paralympian. Nikita Kanda is the host of BBC Asia Breakfast. Eddie Caddy is a comedian. I don't know who any of these people are. Amanda Abington is an actress in a show called Sherlock. Bobby Brazier is Jade Goody's son. He's also in EastEnders. Annabelle Croft is a tennis player. We know who Les Dennis is. Zara McDermott was on Love Island, so she's gone from Love Island to Strictly. Leighton Williams 
is in a show called Bad Education, apparently. Angela Scanlon, she's Irish. Uh, she's a TV presenter. And then Krishnan Guru Murthy from Channel 4 News. So if you're interested in Strictly, they are your contestants for this year. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk 